now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line, your Thursday edition. So glad you're here as we always are. And man, what an exciting day to be an American. That's right. Your president, the senile old man, the senile old segregationist racist that inappropriately touches and sniffs children has now given you an ultimatum. That's right. And that ultimatum, it's very simple. There's one rule now. It's either get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. That is your options. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you get vaccinated. Not wear a mask if you don't want to get vaccinated. Wear a mask until you do. That's right. Welcome to America, everybody. And welcome to Over the Line. Yes, it is May the 13th, 2021. And uh, we're wrapping up this week. We finally made it through. We finally made it through without all being killed off by a virus with a 99% chance survival rate. So congratulations to you. Before we get too far into this, let me remind you about a couple things. Y'all know the drill. Number one is Patreon. Patreon.com slash Andrew McLean, who that is your way to support this podcast. You can go to that website. It's in the description of the video or the audio podcast that you're listening to. Click it, sign up. And make a pledge. Donate some money to the show. All that money goes right back into this podcast to make sure you get it each and every day. If you don't want to do that, perfectly fine. We've been doing this show for two and a half years, absolutely free of charge. And uh, we'll continue to do so if we got to because there's more important things in this world than money. Most of, most of, most of all it, it is making sure we preserve our democracy. That is a, a big one. But there's four ways to go. You've got four tiers. You've got $10 a month, $25 a month, $50 a month, and $100 a month. That comes out of your bank every month. It'll give you all the details you need to know. If you just want to make a one-time deal, one-time donation, sign up and then donate the money and then cancel it. It's that easy. But anything you guys do, anything you guys can spare, we absolutely appreciate. Again, patreon.com slash Andrew McLean, who that link should be down in the description also our boys at vapor forge don't want to forget them they support the show as well and we appreciate them as they appreciate us if you haven't been out there they've got you covered on your vaping needs a plethora of juices at the absolute best prices they got your cbd they got your delta eight they are looking to hook you up so make sure you check them out 4673 highway 280 east in birmingham right next to bailey brothers 205 874 9010 is their number, and obviously you can hit me up at any time and I give you any of the information on that that you need. But back to our fearless leader, our fearless senile leader in Joe Biden, who is very excited to tell you today that the CDC is finally telling people, hey, if you got your vaccine, you don't have to wear your mask. Now, the CDC has actually been saying that for a while, but Joe Biden continued to wear his mask everywhere he went for some odd reason. Nonetheless, the pressure was coming in hot enough that Joe Biden decided, finally, I'm going to walk to the podium without my mask. Seeing that I've been 
uh, vaccinated, fully vaccinated for weeks, even months now. It's probably time that I can quit this whole, I'm just trying to set an example charade and show people that it is okay if you've been vaccinated to not wear a mask. Okay, that's where the confusion on my part came in. And I'm thinking, okay, who on this planet, who in this country is looking for an example of what they should and shouldn't do as far as wearing a mask? Like, is there anybody that you know that is still undecided on whether or not they should wear a mask? I'm pretty sure everybody's got it figured out that they either want to wear a mask or they do not. Joe Biden did not think so, and he had to continue to set the example even though he is fully vaccinated. The example would be to have been not wear your mask as a vaccinated person, uh, but that's not what he's been doing. Nonetheless, today was his first day. It happened to be exciting. He could finally breathe again. He could mumble unrestricted by a silly mask, and uh, he cut loose. This was him in the Rose Garden earlier today at the White House. Just a few hours ago, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. And now, by the way, I like I like how he phrases this way. By the way, this this was just a few hours ago that they gave us the go ahead to take our mask off. The CDC announced that they are no longer recommending that fully vaccinated people need wear masks. This recommendation holds true whether you are inside or outside. I think it's a great milestone, a great day. It's, been- oh, it's a great day, everybody. You can take off your mask. Made possible by the extraordinary success we've had in vaccinating so many Americans so quickly. A, a vaccine that you would not have been able to distribute in any way, shape, or form had Donald Trump not been president at the right time. The CDC is saying they have concluded that fully vaccinated people are at a very, very low risk of getting COVID-19. <laughs> I don't believe we're living through this right now. The CDC, the people, the organization that we are looking to for all of our information and our guidance and being told what to do took this long to come to the conclusion that when you get a vaccine, you should be good to go, resuming life as normal. That, that that's what we that what kind of research did it take to say vaccine equals safety from the virus who are these geniuses working at the cdc what is wrong with you people but if you've not been vaccinated or if you're getting a two-shot vaccine and you've not gotten your you only had your first shot but not your second or you haven't waited the full two weeks after your second shot you still need to wear a mask. <laughs> Look, we've gotten this far. Please protect yourself. Please protect yourself. Actually, protect yourself by not electing doofuses like this. <laughs> Who are these people at the CDC? <laughs> what is what's the purpose of a vaccine if you can't resume life as normal? Nobody's getting a vaccine because they like sticking needles in their arms. They're not getting a vaccine because they like being a lab rat and being a test subject for a brand new medicine. They're doing it because they want to get even the most adamant mask breathers. 
want to take the vaccine for the same reason everybody else does, and that is they want to get back to life as normal. That's a, Out of all the things we disagree on, that is the one thing we agree on. The only reason for the vaccine is to get back to life as normal. But yeah, Joe Biden, he was shocked. He was, groundbreaking research from the CDC says that we can take our mask off. But that wasn't it for old Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe had to make sure you know that just because the CDC says you're good to go if you've had the vaccination, there are still rules in place, especially for you insubordinate, non-mask-wearing people. That's when Joe tweeted this. The rule is now simple. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. The choice is yours. We now live in a country where the president is a king and can make rules on a whim and tell the peasants of his country Do as I say, you have no choice. If that's not an or else tweet, I've never seen one. The rule is now simple. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. The choice is yours. I'm Joe Biden, the president of the United States. I'm giving you two options and you have to choose one of those two. That is what the President of the United States just told you. This is where we're at. No wonder these people were so adamant about pushing this guy into the White House and did it at any any means necessary. No holds barred because this guy was going to give them the opportunity to make a power grab to control the American people on a level like we've never seen before. And it's happening right before your eyes. Think about how much of a wet dream this gas shortage on the East Coast has been for Democrats. Because what's what's their MO? What is always their MO? You need the government. You need us. You need us to save you. You need to rely on us because we know what's best for you better than you do. And what's the best way to get people to rely on the government? Of course, give them free money and stimulus checks and, you know, freaking $800 a week in unemployment. That's one. But for those that still don't want the unemployment, don't want the stimulus, they don't want the government handouts, take their gas away. Take their electricity away. Take the things away that they need to survive every day. And then where do they turn at that point? Some of you guys are preppers and you've you've prepared for times like this and you guys are fine, but you're not in the majority. A majority of people are not prepared for stuff like we've seen in Virginia, in North Carolina, and Georgia, where upwards towards 50% of their gas stations have been out of fuel. Where do you look when that happens and you're called off guard? Nowhere but the federal government. Which is again, a Democrat's wet 
dream. They need you to need them. That's all they want. They don't want to make the country a better place. They don't want to, they don't even want to spread prosperity across the globe. They don't want to end world hunger and promote world peace. They just want the citizens of this country to become mirror images of the citizens of other countries. They want you to rely fully and entirely on the federal government. That's what this ultimatum from Joe Biden's about. It's saying, hey, we've, we've gotten these people to rely on us on a level that we've never done before. So let's see what happens when we give them the ultimatum. Because they need us now. They ain't got gas. They're scared of a virus. They're scared of white supremacy. You're scared to be Asian. Here's your choices. Get vaccinated or wear a mask. It's your only two options. As I said earlier this week, welcome to Joe Biden's America. This is it. That's basically what happened today. (laughs) And it's what's going to happen every day. I'm laughing, but it's not funny. Funny, hashtag funny, not funny. But that's where we're at. Now, on a wider note, and I wanted to talk about this a little bit, um, those of you that listen to me on the radio or have in the past, you have heard a caller by the name of Angry Carrie. Angry Carrie would call in, and we used to kind of spar back and forth. We were on the opposite side of the, of the political aisle, if you will. And uh, we may still be. For the most part, he's a big Obama guy. And, you know, I obviously think Obama's the worst president in history. Uh, but I keep in touch with Angry Carrie. And I hit him up a couple nights ago and I, I just just to check on him because I've got his phone number. And so I hit him up and I'm like, hey, man, um, how's it going? He's like, man, I just got robbed. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And if you know Angry Carrie, you're like, OK, he's 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 <laughs> he's messing with me. And he's like, no, man, I'm selling these um, German Shepherd puppies. And two girls, two girls just robbed me at a Walmart of my two puppies. And sure enough, he's being legit. Had to get the cops involved. Did a whole piece on CBS 42 here in Birmingham, uh, which I missed, by the way. I can't find the clip of it. But I'll tell you what. Why don't we just call Angry Carrie and let him tell you the story right here on the podcast? Hold on a second. Wouldn't that be a better idea if we just call him? Let's see. Angry Carrie. I wonder if he'll even answer. We're going to find out, ain't we? (laughs) Should I tell him he's on the podcast? What's the deal, yo? Angry Carrie, what are you doing, man? Man, I'm just sitting up here contemplating going to Domino's with Little Caesars. You got the munchies? Well, you know, the, the kids want to eat. I promise, I've been promising them, promising them. I'm like, I'll go get I got you, man. Last time I seen your kids, y'all was eating barbecue out in, like, Hueytown or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hell, you're an ass. 
They ain't got bigger than that. They don't never stop eating. <laughs> I know that's right. So check it out. I'm doing the podcast right now, and um, okay. I, I'm telling the, the story of what you told me just the other day with with um, the puppies and everything. And I want to make sure I'm reporting this thing accurately uh, okay. as to what happened. So what I, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take us back. Right. To Angry Carrie is sitting at home or he's sitting in his truck at work, and you get a request from a couple females that they want to purchase a couple of your puppies, right? Okay, I'm gonna tell you the whole story. All right. All right. Um, I had um, made it my dog. I have a Dutch Shepherd. I make sure I get this right. Because I said German Shepherd on the uh, on the internet, uh, on a Facebook where they at site, and I got roasted. Right. So okay. let me get this right. Well, you told me German Shepherd as well. Yeah, yeah, but but it's a Dutch Shepherd, and I made it with a Belgian Shepherd. Um, my dog is about two years old, and I made it with the Belgian Shepherd, and he's about two years old, and they did it. A record three times in my backyard. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm thinking like, you know, so, you know, so when my dog had 14 puppies, I wasn't shocked. And that's a but, lot of puppies. Oh, yeah. But when she had the first three, okay, when she had the first puppy, it like a pit bull. I was like, them, I was like they don't look like no shepherd puppies. They're like a pit bull. Right. And then she had a second one that looked like a pit bull. And I'm like, what's going on here? Then she had a third one. And then, so after that, so then after that, all the other puppets started to look like shepherd puppets. Okay. So, um, it's a funny story about the pit bull because I remember I was coming home one night and from work and stuff, and there was two pit bulls walking down the street and one spoke to me. And I didn't, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, like, and I didn't get it, you know, like. Wait, spoke hey, to you? Yeah, 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 look, 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 look. You're like, I, look, I swear to God, it's a guy thing. You know, you know how a guy has been with a girl, you know what I'm saying? And like, and, and you know, and like, and he get that nod to the new boyfriend, like, yeah, what's up? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. Man, that pit bull spoke to me like that. And I didn't get it, but it all came together when, say, they had them first three puppies. And I was like, that damn pit bull. But anyway. <laughs> So anyway, okay, so okay, so my dog had fourteen puppies. Right. Okay, so like we waited till they ate, you know, like you know, till they were eight weeks old and stuff. And so I decided to give away the three pit mixed puppies. So uh we went right through Trustville trying to give them away. We rode through the Stockton, we rode through Carrington Lakes, and then nobody won. So uh, you know, so many kids and stuff started to get hungry and stuff, and so we stopped at Jack's on Deerfoot Parkway. It was a bunch of little black girls in the draft. It was, oh my God, we want them, we want them, we want them. Oh, we want them, oh, we'll, we'll take them. So I was like, okay. So I gave one puppy to one girl, and then this other girl took two puppies. I'm like, damn, you want two? She said, yeah, yeah, I want two. So I said, well, listen, I said, well, okay, well, I said, you know, that's a big load, but if anything happened, hear my phone. Hold on. Do you hear him fighting down there? No, absolutely. Hey, hey, hey. I'm on, look, I'm on the phone. Y'all cut it out. Anyway. Okay. So, okay. All right. So, okay. Now, these girls work at Jack's now, okay? 
All right, so I told the girl that got the two puppies, I said, look, baby, if you have any problems with the puppies, you know, just give me a call and I'll come get it. So just as sure as that, she called me the next day and said, hey, listen, you know, the puppy's crying and stuff, and, you know, you know, could you come get it? So I sent my wife to go get the puppy. Right. She called me two hours later and said, like, do you have any more puppies? And I'm like, yeah. She said, well, what you got? I said, like, you know, I got some shepherd puppies and stuff, and I'm selling them for $200 a piece. And she said, well, bring me three of them. I want two boys and a girl. I said, said, okay, you know, hell, I'm, you know, I'm thinking six, Jesus Christ. Those are some feisty dogs. Aren't they? And so, um, you know, so I'm thinking $600, you know. So I'm talking about, you know, so I get the old lady, I said, come on, you know, hey, crank up the minivan, come on, you know, she said, where we going? We're going to make some money, baby. We're making some dynamo's money. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So, so, you know, you know, I, you know, you, you know, so the girl from Jack's called and said, like, well, meet me at the park. I said, hey, I, I, I told her, I ain't going to meet you at no park. You know, I said, like, you know, I'll meet you at Walmart. And she was like, okay, well, she said, well, look, well, uh, we're going to the ATM. I said, all right. So we got up there. We, you know, said that we was going to meet up there at 630. We got up there and they came to the, you know, they put on a white altar and parked and stuff and got out and they walked to the car. Same girls as Jack. And they was like, oh, look at the pup. Oh, he's so pretty. Oh, oh, look at the, oh, he's so pretty. You know, they was rubbing all on him and stuff like that. You know, hey, you know, I'm thinking, hey, you know, everything's good. So I noticed that, it, you know, they started walking to the car. And then one said, listen, look, I'm going to get my wallet. I'm going to get my wallet. I'll be right back. And then, you know, and then the other one said, like, well, let me go see what, you know, taking them so long. And they jumped in the white altar and took off. No, uh, okay. Lady, this, is, this is where I need you to break it down for me. All right. Okay. Well, we took the okay. long way to get to this part, but that's all right. So, okay. uh, the, you, you've got the puppies. You got three puppies. You took them to Walmart. Mm-hmm. It's you and the wife. Then the girls, the two girls show up at Walmart and they come mm-hmm. over and they're like, Oh, how sweet. What do they do? They just automatically go over there and pick them up. You didn't think nothing of it. They, They're like they, petting on them. They walked over there real slow and stuff and were just making over them, you know, just making over them. Like, oh, yeah, this is the one I want, you know, holding them up like it's a brand new baby. And, you know, right. oh, my God, this is the one I want. And, you know, so I'm up here thinking everything good. You know, I let my guard down and I'm thinking everything's good. And so, you know, so one had two in her hand and she was walking to the car. She said, like, you know, I'm going to get my wallet. I'm going to get my wallet and stuff. And then so, you know, so, you know, so we was talking to the other girl and the other girl said, well, like, let me go some second and stuff. And she walked over there and she hopped. And when she hopped in that car and took out, my heart just dropped. Oh, man. And I was like, I cannot believe they just did that. So, yeah, well, can I'm, I say I'm, this? Like, oh, this, uh, while we're doing the podcast, this is obviously on YouTube. And to add dramatic effect, we're using your Facebook profile picture where you're mean mugging while you're telling the story, and it's adding so much extra effect to it. And I think it's turning out really good. <laughs> well, um, I'm talking about they took off, and I'm, you know, like, and I'm going, like, I'm doing what? We can cuss on this? Yeah, I don't care. Oh, okay, okay. And you know, like I'm going like, oh shit, you know. <laughs> and 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 I'm you know, like my mouth and hit the ground and next thing I know, the old lady had crunk up the minivan and took off behind them. Oh no. 
Now, she taking off behind them in Walmart parking lot, and the sliding door is open. You know, and I'm sitting, you know, by the sliding door. And I'm hollering at her, like, hey, what you doing? What you doing? She said, I'm going out. I'm going out. I said, no, I said, stop, stop, stop. I said, hey. I, you know, I'm saying, hey. I said, hey. I said, hey. I said, look, I might fall out of here. I might fall out of here. <laughs> and stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? So she slapped on the brakes and stuff, and she's screaming, like, I can't believe it. I said, look, I said, calm down. I said, calm down, calm down. I said, look, I said, hey, look, I said, drive back to the spot. I said, drive back to the spot. And so we drove back to the garden center and stuff. And I said, look, we're going to call the police and stuff. And so um, we called Birmingham. Birmingham came right on. Officer Sim, he came right on and stuff. And we told him what happened. And then I pointed up to, to the top of the building. I said, hey, I said, hey, I said, like, those cameras do work, right? He said, he's, and he, so he said, let me go ahead and check. And so he went inside. And he came back out about 15 minutes later. He said, like, hey, look, we got him on camera. I said, well, hell. I said, well, like, what to do now? And so he said, like, um, you know, like, we're going to write a report. All right. So so then, so after that, we got to talk to him. We went to the Trustville Police Department. And I said, hey, listen, these two girls that work at Jack's up here on uh, different parkway stole my dog. And so they said, like, we really can't get involved because it's a Birmingham case. I was like, okay. So I went up to the Jacks and, and talked to the manager. I said, hey, listen, these two girls that stole my dog. He said, I can't give you their names, but if the police call about, you know, he said, I would be glad to give you the names. I said, thank you. And so we went back to the Birmingham precinct, and Officer Seals was at the window. I said, Officer Seals, I'm glad I ran into you. I said, listen, the manager said that he would give you the name if you, you know, call up them. Right. So he called up them. The manager gave him the name and stuff, and so... You know, so after that, they told him to, hey, listen, look, there's nothing else we can do. So you're like, you know, you need to go home. I said, okay. So uh, I went home. Um, uh, the next day, hold up. I think, I think I text Andre that night. Yeah, two nights I ago. Think I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I text Andre that night and told us to like, you know, um, somebody stole my dogs. When she got the message. That morning, you know, she texted me back and said, like, Carrie, listen, are you all right? Did he draw a gun? And I said, no, no, no. I said, like, it was like a snatch and grab. <laughs> Although and it would have been, been a good story if you got robbed at gunpoint by a couple of teenage <laughs> girls that works at Jack's. Well, 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 you know, I'm talking about, like, you know, hey, they did the right thing. <laughs> hey, listen, you know, they came with the sweet and innocent role. And, well, they didn't you beat know, you with but, a baseball bat. You know what I'm saying? You know, hey, you know, uh, hey, you know, I'm running my fingers through my hair. I'm curling my hair with my finger. Like, oh, God, gee, oh, God, oh, God. Well, they knew you your know. soft spot. You, you know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about like, and, and I'm telling you, man, when they took off, man, you could have put the Dutch cap on me. Like, <laughs> you, I can like, see you just standing there staring, just trying to process. Like, man, I'm talking about, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know to laugh or cry, but. <laughs> You know, uh, but, you know, but listen, but it was like this, you know, when Andrea had, um, uh, that's Andrea Lindenberg, you know, Channel 42 News, right. with 99. Yeah, and for those that, that watch and listen to this podcast, if, if you're not in the Birmingham area, Andrea Lindenberg is somebody who used to work with us in radio, but now she's moved over to the TV, so she works for the local CBS show. And I'm talking about, she said, you know, and uh, she texted me. She said, Carrie, listen. She said, she said, Carrie, do you want to interview? And I was like, I would love one and stuff. She said, all right, let me get right on it. And I, I, I have a damn 15 minutes later, uh, this girl named Autumn that worked with uh, Channel 42 News. I forgot her last night. 
But Autumn called me and said, like, hey, listen, I want to meet you at the spot where it happened and tell me everything that happened. I want you to reenact the thing on live and, TV. And, yeah. You know, so then, so there I was. We back in the Walmart parking lot again, and, and she was, you know, and, you know, she interviewed me. Did you suffer any trauma and, going back to the scene of the crime? Did I do what? Did you suffer any trauma going back to the scene of the crime? You know, like what, like flashbacks and, yeah. you know, got PTSD and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, I, I was, um... I was telling Autumn, you know, the little, um, the little news girl, like, hey, listen, you know, um, do you need any help with the, you know, saying, you know, with the uh, tripod and all that stuff there? And she's like, no, 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 I got it. I got it. I said, well, like, hey, well, you know, like, uh, you know, this sort of dangerous area, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, <laughs> she said, oh, no, 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 I got it. I got it. And like, as soon as I told her that, a bum walked up to us. Like, hey, look, can I get some spare change? I, 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 I look as I told you. I said, I told you. I told you. <laughs> hey, listen, Roebuck Walmart ain't no joke. I got to go down there all the time and pick people up. And I, I'm always like, I, I'm ready. I'm waiting on somebody to walk up to the car. It's it's rough, man. I'm talking about, I seen a cop fight a guy that was shoplifting 20 minutes on the parking lot. <laughs> and, and I'm talking about like the... I'm talking about everybody just standing around looking, you know, I'm talking about like, you know, didn't nobody have enough balls to just go and help this guy. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, but, you know, it was a black cop, you know, fighting a white guy and he wrestled him 20 minutes, you know, <laughs> until he handcuffed him. And I'm talking about, hey, listen, you know, like everybody just had their cameras out, just, just taking pictures. Of course, it's what we do in society like, these days. And, you know, hello, and, uh, hello, Andrew, Andrew, and then like, and here I am. Is somebody going to go out there and help that guy? <laughs> you know, and, you know. Yeah, you know, I'm the biggest guy. Is somebody going to help me? What are y'all standing here for? (laughs) So, so yeah, so um, so after that, um, uh, Birmingham, uh, the captain called me, and uh, that Captain Callaway, he called me, and I told him, I I told him my situation, you know, because I haven't heard from detective. You know, they said I was going to hear from detective, but I hear one. So what I did, I called the chief of police of Birmingham, talked to his secretary, and his secretary connected me to the captain, Captain Callaway. And Cap, I told Captain Callaway my story, and he said, like, hey, listen, look, I'm, I'm going to get right on it. So when I woke up this morning, you know, when I woke up this morning, I was on the new, I was on CBS 42 News. I'm like, oh, crap, look at that. <laughs> I said, you know, I said, damn, you know, and hold up, hold up. And Andrew, I was looking at him like, damn, I'm black. But anyway, <laughs> but hey, but anyway, so uh, so when I was on the news, he called and stuff, and he said like, "Hey, listen, you know," he said, "Look, uh, we got you know, uh, we got a lot of leads uh, on the reports and everything and stuff." He said like, uh, "I'm gonna be giving you a call, you know, in a, in a few minutes." He called me back and he said, "Like, listen, uh, we found the car that was on the video. I'm at, I'm at, I'm at this person's house right now. Oh, I'm knocking the door, <laughs> and you know, and I, and I was like, damn, I'm to my head. You talking about NYPD? I'm talking about, right. you know, uh, you know, Chicago finest. You know, you know, Brooklyn all you need is uh, a five minutes on TV on the local news, and they're on top of it. Man, I'm talking about daily. I'm talking about so." So, you know, so what he did, he recovered one of the puppies, you know, he already recovered one of the puppies and stuff. And so, and he said that, um, he, um, oh, I forgot about this. I had reached out to where they at. This is, this is supposed to be a site 
to warn us about the police. You know, like, hey, look, uh, they're doing a roadblock down on First Avenue. You want right. to go there? Uh, hey, uh, you know, uh, Rico the Weed Man just got busted up in New Hill. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, going to be hot up there. You want to go up there? And so I went on that site, you know, because you can go on that site for lost dogs or, you know, or like, you know, who got busted like that. And but mostly I, for I, police. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, mostly it's, it's supposed to be against police. But, you know, but Karen Robinson, the, uh, the, uh, the lady that worked for, uh, what, AOL? AOL.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she posted her stuff up there all the time. And, uh, and Fred Davenport, that worked for 13 News, he right. posted stuff up there. So I posted my ad. I, I, I put the picture of me on by the 42 News band, and I put, um, um, and, uh, and I put a picture of my puppies, and I text on there. My German Shepherd puppies were stolen from me. And man, and they looked at that picture of them puppies and they just roasted me. I'm talking, damn it. Hold up, here we go. There ain't no damn German Shepherd puppies. <laughs> <laughs> You're just hey. looking for some sympathy and a little help, and you got roasted. I'm, I'm- Listen, look, hey, man, look, hey, man, look. I'm like John Levis on Saturday Night Live. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be loved. Is that so wrong? You know, there ain't no damn German Shepherd puppet. Do some mutt. There's like, Avery oh Carey just looking for a little sympathy from his community, I, I, and they're ripping the shreds. Just a little bit. And I'm telling my day is roasting my puppies and stuff. But out of all of that criticism, I get a, uh, I get a, a message like, are these your puppies? And it was a picture of my puppies in the back seat that was stolen. Mm. And I, I texted her, I'm like, yes. And so, you know, so the girl said, like, accept my prayer request. And I accepted the girl's prayer request. And it was one of the girl's sisters that oh, stole my man. puppies. Oh, man. Old family ratted her out. And so she was like, hey, listen, I think they sold one already. She said that my sister's been getting in a lot of trouble lately. She's been in trouble making you want to mm. arrest her. You know, it's just okay with me. I said, hey, I said, listen, you know, I, you know, I told her, listen, look, I just want my puppies back. You know, that I'm talking about, like, they told me that it's going to be a felony and everything and stuff. And, you know, she said, well, you know, just do what you do. I can help you any way I can. So when Officer Miller, when Detective Miller called me back, I told him, I said, like, hey, man, listen, you know, her sister reached out to me, you know, reached out to me yesterday and stuff. And, you know what I'm saying? So, and I, I said, like, you know, she didn't leave a number, but, you know, we was, you know, talking to each other through Facebook. And so I gave her the name and stuff. And then he reached out to her and got her and her dad on the phone and, and told them basically this right here. Hey, listen, this is a felony. Listen, you know, hey, look, I want the puppies back. If I don't get the puppies back, I'm just not want I'm just not felony once for everybody. Mm. So, you know, so he told me that around about, I guess around about two or three o'clock. So, I haven't heard from him yet, so I'm quiet. So, so where we're at, we got one puppy back, or you're about to get yeah. one puppy back, and we got one puppy back. And then we there's got, one. Hold up. We got one of the puppies back that we originally. <coughs> we got one of the puppies back that we originally gave to one of the girls that day. Okay? Oh, okay, and, I got you. Okay, I got you. and and but but you know but but you know but what's so weird about it, Andrew, is that when he went to the girl house. The car that was in the video was at the girl house that I originally gave one of the puppies to. Oh man, it, it was you a know, whole so big I told uh, him, system. So you know, you know, hey, so I told him, I said, I, you know, I said, also, I said, look, if that car was in that video and you found it at that house, I'm quite sure that girl was in on. Oh yeah, there's no doubt. 
You, you got a whole puppy stealing crime ring, which I, I think the, the moral of the story, as this continues to unfold, and we'll obviously update people on this podcast, uh, the most bizarre part of the story turns out to be the biggest crime committed was the fact that you were calling these puppies German Shepherds, which could have botched really the entire investigation. <laughs> well, listen, where they at, uh, viewers and, and, uh, the, where they at viewers quickly got me straight. I'm talking about like, I was getting so many negative comments. I had to take the ad down <laughs> and I had to put a new head up. I had to put a new head up because like, uh, people were saying like, <clears throat> I put a picture of the mom dog up there and I really didn't have a good picture of my dog. And so it was an internet picture. Right. Oh God, why did I do that? You're like, go, like you, you should have just uh, Googled Should have Googled the dog and just put up a stock picture. Uh, oh my God. Hey, that ain't your dog. That off the internet. You see how this hold up, you see how this MF line? It's got oh a watermark God, on it. That ain't your dog. I'm I'm I'm, I'm telling you, it just exploded on me. So I had to turn around, I had to um I had to take rush pictures of Sadie and like, see, look, here it is, here it is, here it is. I bet you ain't got papers on the dog. And so I had to put the papers on. You know, I took a picture of the papers. Them papers ain't real. I'm telling you, it, it just got where I, I just had to take it down. Hey, the internet's a I ruthless just, place. Angry oh, Jerry. my God. They don't care. They are vicious. They, but, <laughs> but after all of that, I got a good lead. You know, I thought I had got to look. Well, so, you know, you're going to get these puppies back. I, th I think that's I that's so. where this is going to turn out. It pays to have friends in high mm. places, obviously. Oh. Hey, I, I'm, Andre Lindenberg is the greatest. I'm talking about, you're talking about a good, genuine person. Well, she is. And now I'm going to be in she pursuit is. of finding the, the footage of you on CBS 42. But I'm also oh, very grateful morning. that I was... Uh, able to walk through this experience with you as I just randomly hit you up, sending you a TikTok as this yeah. thing was going down. <laughs> it's like I knew. I felt but, it in my bones. Something's going on. But, it's an angry carry bad signal. I had to reach out. Man, listen, man. Hey, look, it's been a while, two days. But yeah, but I, I, I you know, I want to thank Andre Lindenberg. I want to thank Autumn, for, you know, for doing the interview. I want to thank Captain uh, Callaway for the Birmingham Police Department. I want to thank Sergeant Miller, even though they still pursuing it and everything stuff, but I I, I feel real satisfied with what they doing. Yeah, and everything. Tax and dollars and at work, say, angry Carrie. Hey man, listen, you know, and and, and Andrew, and Andrew, and thank you for giving me this interview too, man. I'm, and and stuff. And listen, if y'all want to do things like that, like you know, like trade stuff off, but make sure you at a a, a parking lot like Walmart with his cameras. When they come up to the car, make sure you take their picture. With your phone, take a picture of their car. You know what I'm saying? So you can have some evidence because I heard that this ain't the first time that they snatching puppies, and, you know, and you know, and stuff like that. You know, uh, they, you know, they snatching puppies, they snatching dogs. They, you know, like, uh, you, you know, like you want to sell a cell phone. You know, they taking stuff and running with it. So you got to be real careful. This is a hide be your kids, careful. hide your wife kind of thing. You know, just don't hey, don't keep it all out there. There you go. Look. Don't be fooled by like, well, she looked nice, cause that's what got me. There's just a couple teenage girls. What are they gonna do to a big guy like me? Like, I, I'm telling like, what can they possibly do? And then plus, I know where they work at. What can they possibly? They took off. <laughs> they didn't even care. They don't care what kind of info you got. <laughs> I think what we need to do is uh, m maybe turn this into a possibly a weekly segment of 
angry carries craigslist safety tips and then we can just get you to advise people on how to be safe when going to make a transaction with a random person i swear because hey i learned the hard way so you can ask me <laughs> there's a lot of life lessons in that scenario angry carry i appreciate it my friend we'll have you back on the podcast very soon and uh keep me updated on what happens Anytime, Andrew. Anytime. There you go. My man, Angry Carry, going through a bit of a traumatizing time, but nonetheless, it seems like it's working out. I needed, and I know for a lot of you guys that uh, watch the podcast and don't really know the the radio background of, of me and what we've done in the past, you ain't got a clue who Angry Carry is, but you do now. And he's a good guy, and we appreciate him. We, uh, Consider him a friend, so we wanted to bring him on to tell that story. That's it for this edition of Over the Line. Tomorrow night should have a Friday night live, so make sure you're keeping a lookout on YouTube for us to go live between 7 and 8 p.m. Central Time. And don't forget about Patreon and Vaporforge. Also, make sure you like, you share, and comment, comment, comment on this video. That's going to help us out tremendously. Until next time, see you, cool.